Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Rabbi Abraham Goldar and here Maseches Nazir Daf Tezayin, the third parak Misha Amar. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the third parak begins with four cases which were discussed in detail in Daf Hay and Vav regarding the Malchokas if standard Naziris is twenty nine or thirty days. According to Rabbi Masna, there that standard Naziris is thirty days. The mission is explained as follows: Misha Amar Harini Nazir Megalech Yom Shoshim Echad. One who said I'm a Nazir shaves and brings Karbanos on the thirty first day. But if he shaved on the 30th day, it is valid because the partial 30th day is tantamount to a full day. The same whole truths if he declared two Nazir's terms. If a Nazir became Tami on the 30th day, he forfeits all prior days and begins again since he became Tami before shaving on Karbanas. Rabbi Eliezer holds he merely waits to become Tahor and then shaves, ending his Nazir's. He regards the partial 30th day as the completion of his term, even before shaving. He would agree that an explicitly declared Naziris of 30 days would be forfeited by Tuma on the 30th day. A Nazir of 100 days who became Tame on the 100th day, according to the Tanakhama, begins anew, and according to Ruliezer, must observe only a 30-day term. If he became Tame on the 101st day, he is rabbinically required to observe another 30-day period to avoid confusion with the 100th day. Ruliezer does not accept this enactment. Pointing to the next Mishnah teaches, Mishnah Nazir Behu Bebeis one who declared Nazirus while in a cemetery, Afil Hayasham Shoshim Yom, even if he was there for 30 days, Eno Olin Mina Minyan, Ve'eno Mevi Karbantuma. They do not count towards his term, and he does not bring a Karbantuma, which a Nazir normally would bring, since he began his Nazirus in a Tuma state. Yatsava Nichnas, if he left and returned to the cemetery after becoming Tahor, the time before re-entering, count towards his term, who may be carbon tuma, and since his Nazir's Tahara has begun, he brings a carbon tuma for return to the cemetery as a Nazir. Rabbi Eliezer says he does not forfeit the single day counted before becoming Tameh, because the Pasik says, and the first days shall fall aside, teaching until there are first days Plural, no forfeiture takes place. After becoming Tower, only 29 more days would remain for his term. And point number three, the Gemara records about about a declaration of Naziris inside a cemetery. Ryokanan says, Naziris chalalav. Naziris takes effect upon him because he holds Misla It is left suspended, and when he finds that the Hara state, it takes effect automatically. He is thus bound by all Naziris restrictions even before becoming Tower. Rishwaki says, Ain Naziris chalalav. Naziris does not take effect upon him. If he repeats his declaration after becoming Tower, it will take effect, but if not, it does not. Although our Mishnah taught that such a person cannot count towards his term and does not bring Kabbanas of Tuma, implying that he did become a Nazar, Rishwakish interprets the mission to mean that he's not subject to these laws at all, meaning he is not a Nazar. The Gemara on the next off will revise the Machilkas. So once again, the three points are, number one, the third parak begins with four cases which were discussed in detail in Daf and Davav regarding the Machokas of standard Naziris is 29 or 30 days. According to Rav Masna there that standard Naziris is 30 days, the mission is explained as follows. Misha Amar Harini Nazir Megalech Yom Shoshim Echad. One who said, I'm a Nazir, shaves and brings Karbanas on the 31st day. But if he shaved on the 30th day, it is valid because the partial 30th day is tantamount to a full day. The same whole truths if he declared two Nazir's terms. If a Nazir became Tami on the 30th day, he forfeits all prior days and begins again since he became Tami before shaving on Karbanas. Rabbi Eliezer holds he merely waits to become Tahor and then shaves, ending his Nazir's. He regards the partial 30th day as the completion of his term, even before shaving. He would agree that an explicitly declared Naziris of 30 days would be forfeited by Tuma on the 30th day. A Nazir of 100 days who became Tameh on the 100th day, 
According to the Tanakhama, begins anew, and according to Eliezer, must observe only a 30-day term. If he became Talmud on the 101st day, he is rabbinically required to observe another 30-day period to avoid confusion with the 100th day. Rabbi Yezer does not accept this enactment. Pointing to the next Mishnah teaches, Misha Nazibuhu Bebeis one who declared Nazirus while in a cemetery, Afiyo Hayasham Shoshim Yom, even if he was there for 30 days, Eno Olin Mina Minyan, Ve'eno Mevi Karbon they do not count towards his term, and he does not bring a Karbon Tuma, which a Nazir normally would bring, since he began his Nazirus in a Tuma state. Yatsavanichnas, if he left and returned to the cemetery after becoming Tahor, Olinulaminaminya, the time before re entering, count towards his term, who may be carbon tuma, and since his Nazir's Tahara has begun, he brings a carbon tuma for return to the cemetery as a Nazir. Rabbi Eliezer says he does not forfeit the single day counted before becoming Tameh, because the Pasik says that Yamim Yipu, and the first days shall fall aside, teaching Achiyu Yamim Rishonim until there are first days. Plural, no forfeiture takes place. After becoming Tower, only 29 more days would remain for his term. And pointing with you, the Gemara records the about a declaration of Naziris inside a cemetery. Ryokanan says, Naziris chal'olav. Naziris takes effect upon him because he holds misla talya It is left suspended, and when he finds that the Hara state, it takes effect automatically. He is thus bound by all Naziris restrictions, even before becoming Tower. Rishwaki says, ain't Naziris chal'olav. Naziris does not take effect upon him. If he repeats his declaration after becoming Tower, it will take effect, but if not, it does not. Although our Mishnah taught that such a person cannot count towards his term and does not bring Kabbanas of Tuma, implying that he did become a Nazar, Rishwakish interprets the mission to mean that he's not subject to these laws at all, meaning he is not a Nazar. The Gemara on the next stop will revise the Machokas. All right, so now we go to our Simon Duff Tezayan, and our standard Simon is toes, but we often use an acrobat with large toes. An acrobat with large toes. So here goes. The acrobat Nazar with large hairy toes, who took a giant leap to avoid becoming Tame on the 100th day, lest it restart again, landed in a cemetery right next to someone who had accepted his Nazir's there and hadn't left for 30 days, and who asked for a cup of wine because he didn't think a cemetery Nazir's had taken effect. So once again, it's slow motion. The acrobat nuzz with large hairy toes. The acrobat with large toes? That must be enough to design toes. The acrobat nuzz with large hairy toes, who took a giant leap to avoid becoming Tommy on the 100th day, lest it restart again, which reminds us, the third pair begins with four cases which were discussed in detail on Daf Hay and Davav regarding the Machok as if standard Naziris is 29 or 30 days. In one case, a Nazir of 100 days becomes Tame on the 100th day. According to the Tanakama, he begins anew and according to Rebeliezer, must observe only a 30-day term. If he became Tami on the 101st day, he is rabbinically required to observe another 30-day period to avoid confusion with the 100th day. Rebeliezer does not accept this enactment. So the acrobat nuzz with large hairy toes, who took a giant leap to avoid becoming Tami on the 100th day, lest it restart again, landed in a cemetery right next to someone who had accepted his Nazirs there and hadn't left for 30 days. Which reminds us, the next mission states, Mishan Nazir Huba Basic Faros, one who declared Nazirs while in a cemetery. Even if he's there for 30 days, they do not count towards his term, and he does not bring a carbon tumor which a Nazir normally would bring, since he began his Nazirs in a tumor state. So the acrobat Nazir with large hairy toes, who took a giant leap to avoid becoming Tame on the 100th day, lest it restart again, landed in a cemetery right next to someone who had accepted his Nazirs there and hadn't left for 30 days, and who asked for a cup of wine because he didn't think a cemetery Naziris had taken.
effect, which reminds us, the Gemara records Malchok is about a declaration of Naziris inside a cemetery. Rabbi Yochanan says Naziris Chalalav, Naziris takes effect upon him because he holds that it's left suspended, and when it finds a Tahara state, it takes effect automatically. He is therefore bound by all Naziris restrictions, even before becoming Tahar. Rishwaki says, ain't Naziris Chalalav, Naziris does not take effect on him. So once again, the acrobat nuzzed with large hairy toes, who took a giant leap to avoid becoming tummy on the 100th day, lest it restart again, landed in a cemetery right next to someone who had accepted his naziris there and hadn't left for 30 days, and who asked for a cup of wine because he didn't think his cemetery naziris had taken effect. All right, so now it's time for Forbal Abach Hazara. Daf Yud Beis. So the similar Daf Yud Beis is 12 brothers. So here goes. The eldest of the twelve hairy brothers, twelve hairy brothers, that must be on Duff, you'd base, twelve brothers. The eldest of the twelve hairy brothers, who was forbidden to all women, because he sent the Shaliach to be Makadish woman, without specifying anyone, which reminds us, Rabbi Yitzhak, Rabbi Yosef said in the name of Yochanan, If one says to a Shaliach, go and be Makadish woman for me, without specifying anyone, He's forbidden to all the women in the world as possible relatives of his unidentified wife. Because we say, It's presumed that a shliach performs his shlichos and anyone may be his wife. So the eldest of that twelve hairy brothers who was forbidden to all women because he sent the shliach to be Makadish a woman without specifying anyone made a big engagement party when he finally got engaged to the woman who had no relatives except for a divorced sister who was married at the time. He appointed the shliach, which reminds us, Rabbi teaches Rabbi Yochanan agrees that a woman with no living relatives is permitted to the man in the above case because she cannot have become forbidden to him through whichever woman he married. He adds that this is so even if she has a sister who was married when he appointed the shliach and was subsequently divorced and eligible for marriage. The more explains Rabbi's reasoning, A person can only appoint a shliach for that which he himself can do presently, but for that which he cannot himself do presently, he cannot appoint a shliach, even if he becomes able after the appointment. So, the eldest of the twelve hairy brothers, who was forbidden to all women, because he sent a shliach to be Makadish a woman, without specifying anyone, made a big engagement party when he finally got engaged to the woman who had no relatives, except for a divorced sister who was married at the time he appointed the shliach, and got annoyed with his two youngest hairy brothers, who made a mess of the party playing, it's upon me to shave. Half a nazir, which reminds us, the next mission states, Hari nazir. If one said it's upon me to shave half a nazir, Rabbi says, Zemagoyach nazir shalom, Zemagoyach nazir shalom. This one must shave a complete nazir, and this one must shave a complete nazir. The Chachamim say, Zemagoyach nazir, Zemagoyach nazir. This one shaves half a nazir, and this one shaves half a nazir. Rabbi holds the first segment obligates him, employed providing a nazir's kabbanis, and the second segment cannot undo that based on his position elsewhere, the toughest Russian Rishon. Give prime to the first phrase. The Chami say the second phrase clarifies the meaning of the first. Daf Yud Gimel. So the Simr Daf Yud Gimel is Bar Mitzvah Boy. So here goes. The Harry Bar Mitzvah Boy. Bar Mitzvah Boy. That must more Daf Yud Gimel. The Harry Bar Mitzvah Boy shared the moving story about how his father heard his friend say, I'm a Nazar when I have a son, not knowing the child would die within the first month. Which reminds us, the next mission discusses cases of one who declares to be a Nazar when he has a child. It then states, Ishto, if his wife lost the child, meaning it died within a month and his viability at birth is unknown, the Tanakhama says he is not a Nazar. The more explains that this is the opinion of Yehuda, who holds that a person would not enter himself into a doubtful Nazirus. Rabbi Shimon offers a solution to this doubtful Nazar in terms of what he can say to ensure that he's a definite Nazar regardless of the status of the child.
So the Harry Bar Mitzvah boy shared the moving story about how his father heard his friend say, I'm a Nazar when I have a son, not knowing the child would die within the first month. And his father had said, and upon me as well, which reminds us, which reminds us, Ben Rokhumi asked the Bai, if one said, I'm a Nazar when I have a son, and his friend heard and said, and upon me as well, what is the halacha? A diburi mashma or a gufi mashma? Does his declaration refer to the words of the first, meaning that he'll also be a Nazar when the first has a son, or refer to himself that he also accepts to be a Nazar when he himself has a son? The question is left unresolved. So the Harry Bar Mitzvah boy shared the moving story about how his father heard his friend say, I'm a Nazar when I have a son, not knowing the child would die within the first month. And his father had said, and upon me as well. And then thanked his father for interrupting his own Naziras when he was born. Which reminds us, if he said, Harini Nazar Kshayli Ben, but Nazar, I'm a Nazar when I have a son, and again a Nazar. And he began his term and then had a son, he leaves his term and counts his son's term since it was declared first and afterwards completes his own term. So the simmer is a hand and we often use a juggler. So here goes. The hairy juggler. Juggler? That must mean one daf yadot. Yad. Hand. The hairy juggler who said he would juggle while being a Nazar after 20 days and 100 days from now, which reminds us, Rabbi asked, if one declared to be a Nazar after 20 days and a 100-day Nazar from now, what is the halacha? Do we say that he does not want his 100-day Naziris interrupted by short-term Naziris and it does not begin until after his 30-day term is complete? Or do we say that since, even if it will be interrupted, there will still remain 80 days to his first Naziris, longer than a full 30-day growth, he does not mind its interruption and it begins immediately? So, the hairy juggler said he would juggle while being a Nazar after 20 days and 100 days from now, and then restarted his Naziris because he became Tame, while his Naziris was interrupted by his Tsaras, which reminds us a Nazar becomes a Matsur does not forfeit any prior days, but cannot count days towards his Naziris until he's purified. Nitma b'meid Tsaras, so if he became Tame during his days of Tsaras, Rav Yochan says he forfeits the days counted before Tsaras, and Rishakish says he does not. So the hairy juggler said he would juggle while being a Nazar after 20 days and 100 days from now, and then restarted his Nazirs because he became Tame while his Nazirs was interrupted by his Tsaras, was glad to learn that he would not be required to start again if he became Tame on a day of hair growth. Which reminds us, the Gemara states, Nitma biyom gidol seyer, if he became Tame on a day of hair growth, Rav says he does not forfeit his completed Naziris, even according to Rabbi Yochanan's opinion in the previous cases. In those cases, he was within the term of an actual Naziris, but here, Gidoser Mishlam Nazirisu, the extra time for hair growth, is merely a supplement to the Naziris. Shmuel says he does forfeit his Naziris, even according to Yishwakish's opinion in the previous cases. In those cases, there were two separate Naziris terms according to Yishwakish's view, whereas here it's one term of Naziris, so any tumor causes forfeiture of the entire term. Dav Tezvav. So the simon Dav Tezvav is a fruit bowl. So here goes. The fruit bowl maker. Fruit bowl maker. That must be on Dav Tezvav. Fruit bowl. The fruit bowl maker who was so happy that he could count the 70th day of his 100-day Naziris for his Naziris that marked the birth of his son. Which reminds us, the next mission teaches that one who said, I'm a Nazar when I have a son and a Nazar for 100 days. If a son is born up until the 70th day, he has lost nothing, meaning both terms are counted simultaneously. But if he was born after the 70th day, he forfeits, meaning he must suspend his term to count his sons, since his son's term would end later than his. Rav says, Yom Shivim Olo Lakan Lakan. The 70th day counts for both his and his son's terms. The start of the day counts for his term, and when his son is born that day, the latter part of that day counts for his son's term. 
So the fruit bowl maker, who was so happy that he could count the 70th day of his 100-day Naziris for his Naziris that marked the birth of his son, sent a fruit bowl to cheer up the Oval, who didn't cut his hair before Yantav and must let it grow through the Shoshim, which reminds us it was taught in the Brace of a burial is eight days before Yantav. The Tanakhama says the Shoshim ends and the Oval may cut his hair on Erev Yantav, but if he did not, he may not cut it after Yantav. He holds that the permit was a special dispensation for the honor of Yantav, and if he didn't utilize it, the Shoshim continues after Yantav. Avashul disagrees even if he didn't cut his hair before Yantav he can cut it after. Just as keeping three days ends the law of Shiva, so too keeping seven days ends the law of Shloshim. So the fruit bowl maker who was so happy that he could count the 70th day of his 100 day Naziris for his Naziris that marked the birth of his son sent a fruit bowl to cheer up the Abel who didn't cut his hair before Yantav and must let it grow through the Shoshim and sent another one to the Shemer's Yom Keneged Yom who saw blood again and couldn't eat the Pesach but was exempt from bringing a Pesach Shani, which reminds us that if a Karm Pesach was shechted and the blood sprinkled for Shomer's Yom Keneged Yom on her second day, which is the potential clean day, and then she saw another blood discharge, she cannot eat the Pesach being Tame, yet she's exempt from making a Pesach Shani. Alright, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which step do you want if a Nazi became Tame on a day of hair growth? Rav says he does not forfeit his completed Naziris, even according to Rabbi Yochanan's opinion. That's on Daf. Yadad. Good number two. Which of the one that one who declared Naziris while in a cemetery, even if he was there for 30 days, they do not count towards his term and he does not bring a carbon tumor. That's on Duff. Tazayin. Good number three. Which of the one that Rav says the 70th day counts for both the Nazir's 100 day term and for the term marking the birth of his son. That's on Duff. Tazvav. Good number four. Which stuff he wanted if a cup was offered to a drunk and he declared Nazir's from it? His intent is assumed to be merely a netter from that cup. That's on Duff. Yidav. Good number five. Which stuff do you want to come to Eliezer? What happens if a hundred day Nazir becomes Tame on the one hundredth day? That's on Duff. Tazine. Good number six. Which stuff do you a case where a cow will not get up and someone says it's as if it's saying, I'm a Nazir if I stand up? That's on Duff. Yud. Good number seven. Which stuff do you have to be Melchus of Naziris declared in a cemetery takes effect at all? That's on Duff. Tezain. Good number eight. Which stuff do you have to If one said, I'm a Nazir on condition that I may drink wine or that I may become Tommy from the dead, he is a Nazir and forbidden in all of them and his condition is ineffective. That's on Duff. Yidolf. Good number nine. Which stuff do you have to If one said, I'm a Nazir when I have a son, and again a Nazir, and he began his term and then had a son, he leaves his term and counts his son's term, since it was declared first. That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good number ten. Which stuff do we discuss a case of a Shumeris Yom Keneged Yom who had a discharge after her Pesach was brought? That's on Duff. Tezvav. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.